There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Holiday Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Kristen's with us today, isn't she? <gasps> yes. Cracked uh, yes, my she screen is. on my she is? phone. Yes. You cracked your screen? How? How did you crack your screen? I Need a protector. Know. Need a protector. Oh my. Well, I guess I'm. <laughs> We'll be right back with a tearful Catherine next. Shit. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care? It's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer. And get Walzer Care for free. Now, AT&T just does... AT&T just does provider things, not like... You know, we're back on the air down here. I oh, wow. Good Whoa. God, I have a serious problem in my life. Yeah, she's... She broke a nail. I broke my phone. Oh, no, she, you didn't break your phone. Jude broke your phone. Well, Jude. <laughs> and also, broke she's your mad phone. at me today because I referred to her as my nana. Yeah. <laughs> what? That was really sad. What do you mean, it's sad? What are you talking about? He, he told... I love my nana. Yeah. What? I was What's calling me nana. Okay, just stop <clears throat> right now. If you don't know, if you don't know why, then I can't talk to you anymore. Okay. You know who I love? My ball and Jane, Catherine. <laughs> is that better? Oh, no. What is me. wrong with you? Does, oh, I know. You watched a mobster movie. I'm in a good mood. You watched mood. a mobster movie. Now Why you're going to be all macho weird. Did you watch yeah. an Irishman? Yeah, I did. We did. Yeah. We said, what's macho by saying I love you ball is macho? Chain. A ball and chain is macho. Well, it's because you didn't want to be called Nana. Okay. It's Moving either B and, B and C or no, Nana. No, no. <laughs> we finally saw The Irishman, which I knew you would love. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I love the ending, and I'll tell you. Is Kristen with us? Yes, she is. Yeah. Kristen Bert. I, I see, hit my Scottish accent. I there. see Kristen with her ponytail pulled back, 
Our hair pulled back in a ponytail and a Christmas hat on with a smile on her face. You could not be more wrong. She's got. So you're not wearing anything? Full Farrah Fawcett flip. Um, and, um, wow. Full makeup because mm. I have to go to set after I finish up with you guys. Oh, oh you're all. Okay. And do you do the holiday nails? Do you do anything uh, like that? Maybe some holiday um, ink? I actually have I have um, silver nails right now. Silver nails. I got some sparkly red. New York manicure because New York manicures are better than LA ones. Really? Everything in New York is yeah. better than LA. They just clean it better, like clean your nails better, and they give you a better massage, and it looks—I don't know—the the way that they do it. The artistry is a lot better than LA, and so every time I go to New York, I make sure that I get my nails done. All right, so I have to check some with you because if it was you, you're going to be expelled from the show. Okay, you ready? Oh, dear. oh what happened? Please tell me you're not the person out in LA that put Mary, Joseph, and Jesus in separate cages. What? <laughs> well, you didn't hear about that? Oh, yeah. No. That's a, it's oh, yeah. A, yeah. It's yeah. a Methodist church, and they've done it over and over again. They always have a political message each and every year. I think this year it just got a lot more attention. It's a they've Methodist church? Martin and other political and gun control and things like that. This year they did it um, with the nativity in the cages. Oh. Are they sure mm. that their their parishioners want to get all political? It's L.A. I it's think LA. that is, a, it's, it's in Claremont. I mean, anything in Southern oh. California, yes. Yeah. Anything in Southern California, yes. I know what Kristen yes. is doing. Are yes. you the one Are you the one putting the tiny cowboy hats on pigeons? <laughs> oh, I saw that. Uh, yes. How did you know that was me? Sheriff I like, Pigeon. It, just, it, at night. it had Kristen Burt written all over it. Screams, it really did, <laughs> I do like to dress animals. I was like, that would totally be something I would do. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of organized religion. So I'm like, the church thing, no, but pigeons with a cowboy hat, yes. <laughs> Into it. That's your so, political comment. So yeah. just so oh my God, Cassie knows what we're talking pictures about Pictures are hilarious. There's a uh, house down in uh, Los Angeles, and they have uh, Mary in one, Joseph in another, and Jesus in a third cage. In a cage? Yeah, like the immigrants, you know, because yeah. they'd be immigrants here, so they have to put them in cages. Which, by the way, they're not in cages at the southern border. They keep calling them. They're not cages unless, Andrew, your yard is a cage because you have a chain link fence. Technically, anywhere you're not allowed to leave is a cage. It's a cage. That's all I'm telling you. You're caged in and you didn't even know it. It's an emotionally (laughs) charged word that people use because... I wouldn't want to be in one. Honest to God. I don't think anyone would want to be in an ICE facility right now, though. I will say... That for anyone who follows Real Housewives of New Jersey, one of the cast members um, was accused of fraud and went to federal prison for that. But unfortunately, he has not completed his citizenship. So, of course, he has a deportation case on top of all of this. And he was trying to fight the deportation to Italy um, and was put in an ICE facility. And he said it was so horrible that he asked them to release him and put him uh, and just send him off to Italy because he'd rather live there and still fight his case and stay in the ICE facility. I'll go to Italy for him. What's his problem? Yeah, Why doesn't he want to be in Italy? That's not much of an offer. Yeah. Because he was at a point, I mean, that's not his country. He came here as an infant and oh. for some ridiculous reason never completed his citizenship um, paperwork, which rules. is really dumb. And yep. then, of course, he committed a crime yep, and was convicted of it. Um, Sounds like a reliable guy. Yeah, was it the Judy G- guy? Uh, the big point of this is, was that federal his federal prison... <laughs> was way better than the ice facility. Well, I don't believe that for uh, a minute. I do. Uh, oh, I do. They're overcrowded and so understaffed. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, it. They're overwhelmed. That's exactly it. Yeah. He had, he had, it was him and another prisoner in the federal prison. At the ice facility, it was eight people, and he said it was hard to lay down. Yeah. There was not a lot of room There's... in um, the cell that he was in at the ice facility, and oftentimes they had to take turns, like, sitting down, standing up, laying down. And despite that fact, people still are pouring in. Yep. And despite that fact, they won't do the work that uh, it takes to keep them here. I mean, his family are morons. I know. How could you be that Your dumb? family did this to you. Well, because they're afraid of being turned down, so they'd rather just not oh, do it God. at all. Whatever. I've, I've reached the end of my rope with all that stuff. It's like either follow the rule. Look, I have a, a permit to carry a, a, a gun. I do not carry a gun. Because I found out, I wasn't told, but I found out, if you're on THC, you cannot carry a gun. 
So guess what? I don't carry a gun because it's against the law. So now he makes me carry it. Yeah, no, Catherine has to carry a bazooka <laughs> with a everywhere yeah, That is the last thing we'd all need. Where did it go? I had, I just had it. I just had the gun. Where did, hey, what did hey, I do you. Thank what you. did I do with my gun? Road rage. No, I just, you, fought, you find out what the laws are, and then you obey the law, and you're not going to have any problems. I have no sympathy for people who will not obey the law. None. The, we have rules and we have laws, and you will follow them or get the hell out, one or the other, right? Oh, yeah. Well, never I wouldn't want to be in an ICE facility, I'll tell you that much. Well, why don't you <laughs> stop committing all those crimes you commit every day there, Kristen Burt? I'm a citizen. Criminal. I'm not going to be in an ICE facility. I was born here. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be just fine. You'll be good to go. You will be good to go, sister. Um, so we did see The Irishman. Catherine and I watched it from start <laughs> okay, to finish last Okay, how many breaks did you take? Just one it? for about five minutes. Potty oh, break? That's not bad. We um, took a... Only 18% made it through the entire film in the first viewing. 18%. I, did, I didn't find one part of that movie that I considered to be slow. I thought it was really good from start to finish. And I loved the ending of the movie. And I can tell you why I loved it without giving away the ending. It was weird to see Al Pacino as not... A mo- you know, as, not Italian. As Jimmy Hoffa, he's a German guy. Yeah, Al I Pacino mean, plays a German. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. That was like I you just, did a good job. I just saw Knives weird. Out last night. Oh, is that any good? Yeah, but Daniel Craig had a Southern accent in it. Oh, I was like, did? what? Was it terrible? What? Did he have a terrible? No, one? he actually wasn't bad. But it, the first few minutes, I was like, this feels very strange to me. What's so great about that, Kristen Burt, is that every five minutes somebody else pops up on the screen, whether it's Jesse Plemons or Ray Romano or Stephen Van Zandt. Or, there's, there's so many people in this movie, it's unbelievable. It's amazing. That is very true. We loved it. But here's so why like, I love it. Stay awake, everyone. I didn't love it. It's too much of a dude movie for it's me. It's a very dude movie. It's not a dude movie at yeah, all. I felt the same way. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Says the dude, it's not a dude. Yeah. <laughs> what the Irishman? Yeah. The Irishman. Well, yeah. you can tell from yeah. looking at it. Yeah. I okay. no I mean, Joe Pesci was amazing. I mean, he did a great job. Yes, there are excellent performances. Yes. It is a well done movie. Uh, just a little too dudish for me to mm-hmm. be like, oh, I think this is best picture of the year. Is it dudish or dudy? Dudy. Dudy ish. Dudy ish. I would say this. But, Here's um, the deal. Another good movie that is on Netflix that is also in the running for Oscar season is Marriage Story with Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver and Laura Dern, who is amazing. Okay, would you do me a favor and explain something to me? What is Mm -hmm. the attraction to Adam Driver? He's terrible. Are you talking about his looks or are you talking about his acting? Both. Those are two different things. Actually, both. He's a terrible Um, actor. He's homelier than hell. He's not. He's great. He's fantastic in, in Marriage Story. You watch He's the movie terrible. and you let me know what you think. Okay, I'm going to no, watch it again. Have you seen the movie? Wait, wait, wait. Have you seen the movie? No, I have not. Exactly. You cannot pass judgment on the movie you haven't seen. Well, now you can he's pass judgment on things you've seen him in otherwise. He only ever Pop passes movies. judgment on movies he's never seen, Kristen. You oh, can't that's what I, I, I do. him. That oh, is okay. an informed opinion. <laughs> that's you. This is my well, Kristen Oh, Bird she's in it? I wouldn't <laughs> see that with <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> you got it. I wouldn't see it with I your eyes. It. I'm like the peanut teacher. Wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> You're like the penis teacher? What the hell is Oh, my God. Peanut. I thought that's what she said. Peanut. Oh, peanuts. Oh, I, yeah. And then she went wah wah wah. Yeah, what would you make did you not think penis. I didn't pay attention to that part. Penis. I don't know any yeah, penises that go wah wah wah. wah. Well, mine does <laughs> only if I have to pee really badly. They okay. do that in the puppetry of the penis. But Adam Driver, I saw in Star right. Wars. He's ugh. Oh, he's what? terrible. Oh, he's a beast. Wait, he's Star Wars? Hard to look but at. Yeah, guys, I don't mind him at all. I don't he's know who this person is. Adam Driver? Oh, oh he's yeah, Kylo yeah. Ren. Yeah, right. he's, he's this new, oh, man. Oh, it's god-awful. Bad acting. Yeah, In Star Wars, yeah. he plays a good uh, emo loser. Yeah. Because that's what Kylo okay. Ren is. What is an emo loser? He's... Uh, brooding, depressed. Yeah. Hates everything, including himself. Yeah. So he's in radio? Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's it. It's heavy, heavy on the, uh, uh, what do you call it? With what, what the goth kind of goth yeah, coat, exactly. goth hair, goth, just gothish. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's like, whereas he's basically, he wants to be Darth Vader, but he's the opposite of Darth Vader in basically every way. He's not imposing at all. You know, he has zero control over his emotions. <laughs> 
there. So Adam Driver. Other off than that, the though, list. things are good. Off the list. It's the only thing I know about him, so. Okay, so I'm going to tell but you why. Fantastic in Marriage Story. If anyone wants a good quality drama, this holiday right. What is that on? How hours. do you see it? Enjoy. What do you do? Where is that? Is, is it, it in the theaters or is it streaming? Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Of course. Okay, I haven't even but heard it of is it. Also, it is also um, probably in New York and L.A. right now because it is in the mix for Oscar season. But if you can stay at home and watch it for free, hey, Netflix yeah. There you go. When are one of the streaming services, um, Disney's already there, <laughs> when are one of the streaming services going to purchase one of the big studios? Because they're doing all the already. production, yeah. Why, why isn't Warner Brothers on the block or yeah. some such thing? So Warner Brothers is starting their own streaming of service. Of course they are. Coming up this year. Everybody so, is, isn't, aren't they? Yeah. They have to get, they're actually late to the game, so many of them. Right. Right. No, that's very, very true. So, what does Warner Brothers have that people are going to pay money for to stream Bugs Bunny. exclusively? Yeah. So, la- lots of classics. Yeah. Last night, Tom, you said that Movies are only out in the theater for, what, did you say a week or two weeks before think, they go streaming? I think The Irishman was only out for a week two or two. Two weeks. Two, two weeks in the theater. Ha- it has to be out in two weeks. It has to stream for, uh, or it has to be in a movie theater for two weeks um, in New York, L.A., and one other big city like uh, Chicago or San Francisco where, where there are Academy members, like where there's a decent population. Um, and it has to be in theaters before December 25th in order to qualify for the Oscars. And Kristen, can you remind me uh, the last uh, two Oscar cycles? How many uh, of those? How many movies nominated for Best Picture, or you know, for nominations, were from streaming services produced by streaming services? Mm, well, Roma for sure was in the okay, mix right, last right. year. That was the big. That was like kind of like the Netflix big coming out. Um, um, and I, there's another movie that I can't think of the name of off the top of my head, too. There's been, there's been a few. I mean, there's been probably, I would say, at least two or three over the last couple of years. But I do think that, especially with the Golden Globe nominations right. announcement, which are not 100% accurate towards what happens at the Oscars, but it is starting to show that, you know, Netflix is in the mix. And for purists, when it comes to filmmaking, this pisses some people off. Um, so we'll see how this plays out. But remember, this award show season, in less than two months, it'll be all over because the Oscars are February 9th this year. They're very early. Really? They're February 9th? They've always been like the second February or third week in 9th. March. That's Why weird. did they change it? They're usually this the last weekend in February, other than an Olympic cycle when they're the first weekend in March. But um, they decided to try something different. They set up the entire season this year. Um, next year, they're going back to a longer season because people hate it so much. <laughs> why, do they, why do they hate losing two or three weeks? Doesn't, that doesn't make any uh, Unfortunately, well, here's the problem. It's because the Super Bowl is in there right. as well as the Grammys, and they've already kind of had different weekends, and they had, to, they had to switch dates around and things like that. So it's become very, very complicated in moving talent around to BAFTAs, SAG Awards, Grammys, um, the Critics' Choice Awards, as well as Golden Globes. So it just created a disaster. And then plus you have all of the individual Guild Awards. There's just not enough real estate if you make it that short. Hmm. See? That's all you need to know. Uh, we got to take a break. Be right back more with Kristen Burt right after this. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. 
that dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. But baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold out there. Been hoping that you drop in. God, Dean Martin. Dino. One of the greats of all time. I'm trying to even think of the soundtrack for The Irishman. It was a bunch of... A bunch of doo-wop. Oh, yeah, doo-wop and... 60s music, baby. There was well, a little no, bit no of Dean. Was it, or Frank? Which one was it? It was yeah. one of the other. Yeah, that's true. So here's the reason why <laughs> I like... Why yeah. the one I don't right. remember. For sure. Remember. Which is weird, because normally you do remember. Uh, there was There's a bunch of... I don't know. But in any case, here's why <laughs> I liked... Music. Here's why I liked the Irish. First of all, the acting it was terrific. Uh, Martin Scorsese makes great movies. It moved. I didn't. I didn't think there were any slow parts to it. But the ending of the movie was my favorite. Without telling people how it ended, all I can say is this: What did you think was going to happen in that life? And that's exactly what happens in that life. Yeah. This is the first gangster movie where at the end they finally said, "This is how you're going to end up. This is how you want to end up in your life." Then become a gangster, Everybody you dumb dies. bastard. No, no, they don't. <laughs> well, well a lots lot of, people, of people. Well, do. it's a mob movie, so a lot of people die. It was interesting because yeah. they would fla- they would have a character on the screen, and then they would say what happened to them later. Oh my god! Pretty much, it was all very brutal. <laughs> he was shot in the face eight times yeah. with a forty-five. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Kristen? That that very the, the ending was like, well, what would you think was going to happen if you run around murdering people for? And these people don't <laughs> live glamorous lives. No, they lived in some dumpy house somewhere in in uh, New York or where the hell ever they were at the time, and and it just they didn't have any money. They all they did was go around killing people, and nothing came of it. No, once again, it was just all the people at the top had all the money. Yep, the people at the top got all the money, just like you know how it is in. Like political business party. and politics. So, so, yeah. it's a, so it's a pyramid scheme. The mm. mob is a pyramid. Oh, I don't, shouldn't say that. It's that. So it's all at the top. The money goes to the top. You know what's really interesting about it's that? It's multi-level and, marketing. Yeah, yes, it's exactly. MLM. Merchandising. So, Kristen, let me run this by you because the one thing I did notice about that movie is when um, Joe was it Joe? Who, who the hell? Uh, it doesn't matter. Whoever said it. But they kept saying, oh, it was, uh, it was Jimmy Hoffa himself when he'd make a speech in front of the Teamsters. If he didn't sound exactly like Adam Schiff, I don't know who did. The whole His whole speech <laughs> oh God, to the Teamsters right. was, they're trying to destroy us. They're trying to get at us. They're crooked. They're horrible people. They're trying to destroy America. They're very bad for America. I love, it was like we're, word we're, for word. Yeah, we're the most honest labor. <laughs> yeah, we're the most honest labor party. Was, <laughs> Which doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, you could have been watching the impeachment or you could have been watching the Irishman. It's the same message. Oh, they're, gonna, they're trying to take your family out. They're going to really hurt your family. Fear-mongering has been the same for it has. It's millennia. True. Yes. But, yeah, loved, I loved the movie, loved the ending, loved the whole deal, because they do not glorify being a gangster. We have had enough of stupid people believing that gangsters are, are wonderful. But, again, when you have the Kardashians having a very successful TV show after their father helps somebody double murder, commit double murder, <laughs> then the mother sells her own daughter's shtup tape. I mean, these are the kind of dirt bags you want your kids watching? Really? Yes, because they're why? very popular and people love them. Then, I don't know why. And then well, El- I will tell you, they're not very popular in Los Angeles. And then I go out to other parts of the U.S. And the number one question I still get is, have you ever 
interviewed the Kardashians. I and I really? always think, are you kidding me? I know. <laughs> I know. Are you kidding me? They can't dance. They're <laughs> dirt bags. They're horrible people. And then you got, who's the other one they, they, they love? The, oh, El Chapo's wife is a TV star in America now. This is a guy who killed tens of thousands of people, and his wife's a big TV star now. What? What do we think? What, what's this TV show that she's doing? She's in one of those uh, Real know, Housewives mur- murder and mobsters housewives or something. I don't oh. know what it is. Mm-hmm. What, I, yeah, I think a VH1 series, Mo- Mobs and... Yeah, there's some mobster show on VH1. I know. It's just disgusting, though. Could we, you know, like hold up like really good people who actually contribute to society and do something? That's boring. Well, then you'd have to work to do that, though. That's the big thing there. Nobody wants to work, you know, so you you can't have that. But yeah, so I thought thought it was a good time for the Irishman to come out. I do not believe that Frank Sheeran did kill Jimmy Hoffa, though, because they've always said that Sally Bugs killed Hoffa. So I don't know why all of a sudden at the last minute now, of course, Hesse's decided that the Irishman did it, but, you know. But I think, you know why I think he might be saying that? Because he wants to take some of that horrible sheen off of Italians. Because in every other mobster movie, the assassins are always Italian. That's right. Nope, I want it to be the Irish. It can still be a Catholic, but he has to be (laughs) Irish. (laughs) And he looks, he, he could pass as a... An eye tie. Yeah, <laughs> quite easily. So yeah, I thought I thought it was really really good. I um, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a it was a different look at it. That's for sure. Yep, it was. And that, how they got those guys to look so much younger? Oh my god, that was all CGI. You said. Is yeah. that, that's digitally. That's CGI, isn't it, Kristen? <clears throat> Making them look so young. Because honest to God, at one mm-hmm. point... Uh, yeah, it looked really uh, realistic. It did. It looked really realistic. Yeah, it's so weird because sometimes it looks... I find CGI to either be so realistic, it's amazing, or, hey, so fake, you can't <laughs> right. you out of the movie. Yeah. But there's no in-between with CGI. So Maybe it depends on who's doing it. Uh, compared to the violence in Goodfellas, and we'll make that five, mm-hmm. on a scale of zero, zero to five, how's the violence in The Irishman? A three. Okay, so it's what? Not, not that violent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would have shot in the head right. all the time. I don't know. That was relatively violent. Uh, just three, four shots to the head. You know, wasn't that big a deal? You know what I'm I, it, I guess it, there was one port, part that was a little bit gory, but that's when they were. With the guy in the wood chipper? <laughs> well, there was that. <laughs> then there was oh, the geez. putting the guy in the furnace. <laughs> That's so right, was, they put it in the furnace. There I was forgot. no stabbing of the neck with a pen? No, there's none of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's mostly just shooting in the head and running off. There was none of the ice pick in the back of the neck? No. <laughs> no, it's all shooting. Yeah. No, this wasn't message killing. It was uh, just killing, killing. Well, message no. killing is when you, 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 you trash someone's face so they can't have an open. Right. Yeah. So well, that's disrespectful yeah. to do it that way. Be shot behind the ear with a twenty-two. That does the trick, but it doesn't ruin your face. Oh. You know? So the kids can see their dad before he's buried. Oh, God. That's so nice. Weird. It's good for the kids. Well, there's a code. Don't there's ruin code. his face when you knock him off. Yeah, well, that, that was the whole point. And the, God, and the Godfather said, mm-hmm. can't you do for something for my son? Son, you know, he, he, do something for me here. Because he went to the Undertaker. He right. Favor for so. That's exactly That's pretty right. interesting watching it with Tom, because Tom knows all the mobsters. He's like, oh, that's so-and-so, and he did this and that. And it's like, what? who? What? <laughs> I don't know. It was a very big deal in my neighborhood and in my family. It was a huge deal in my family. Why is that? I guess because we had, we had criminals and cops in my family. Like every, That's one thing I will tell you. If you got a criminal in your family, you also have a cop in your family because <laughs> it happened. Look. I won't name names because he's one of the nicest guys in the world, but a big city police chief, his brother spent his life in prison because he was such a raging lunatic criminal. No. I mean, it ha- he was the police chief of a major city, and his brother was in prison for life. My, I just, I don't know. There's something about preventing crime and committing crime that kind of goes shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Well, or like family. the good kid and the bad kid. That's yeah. how it played out. Like yeah. Mom's favorite became a cop. Yeah. Yep. And the black sheep of the family went to jail. That's exactly right. But, you know, it reminded me of some things that, that you would see once in a while. And I, well, the one thing about the, the, that whole deal that I've always liked, whether it be Boston or New York or Philadelphia or whatever, you do not talk poorly about someone in my family. Otherwise, you will pay the price. I've always 
held that to be uh, my belief as well. Do not open your mouth about my family or I will harm you. That's the moral of the story for you. <laughs> no, the moral of the story is do not become a gangster. No, okay. Uh, to me, the Irishman, the, the moral of the story is do not become a gangster, right? It seems to be very popular still today. Yeah, oh, God, more than ever, these mm-hmm. people shooting each other. Did you know that Jane Byrne, remember Jane Byrne got elected uh, mayor of Chicago? Mm-hmm. God, I, oh, how many right. years ago was that now in the yeah, 80s? defeated by Harold Washington because of the snowstorm. That's right. Yeah. So the great thing about that is she gets elected mayor of Chicago, tries to pass legislation 30, 40 years ago to ban handguns in the city of Chicago, and they wouldn't do it. And now look what happened. If she had gotten the, gun, the handguns banned back then, this, none of this would have even been happening. Hmm. Or it wouldn't happen anywhere near to the volume it's happening because they, you're still going to have creeps and criminals sneaking guns into the city. But it wouldn't be going on the way it's going on now. And I'm not big on banning guns, but for some people, you have to. They're not bright enough to figure it out for themselves. Right? Lauren, area is just so bad that so it has, bad, should yeah. happen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But how do you enforce it? They don't enforce traffic laws. They don't enforce anything else there, so they're going to well, enforce it. Yeah, for real. I think all you need to do is just start killing people. You <laughs> know. What do you think? <laughs> Good work. What do you think of that <laughs> idea, Kristen? <laughs> just start opening fire. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, some people might say that's draconian. Draconian, a little draconian. Oh, I don't know. We'll we'll see what's happening. But so, what do you think of the picks for? Uh, oh, by the way, before we talk about the picks for the Golden Globes, I got to talk about the word of the year. Mm. <sighs> it's not diversity what is again. The word, is of the, year? the word of the year is they. Oh, of course it is, and it's. What's about women, not women, but people who identify as either man, woman, combination, some gender. Non-binary. Non-binary. So that's the word of the year now is they. And you know why it was picked as the word of the year? Mm -mm. Woke points. Because it was by far 350% to the next highest one, the most searched word in the dictionary. You don't know what they mean? Well, no, I think it's a what I think it's a situation hell? where it's like, you know, you see people on Instagram or something and <clears throat> these parents are raising their children without a specific sex assigned to them. Mhm. And so, like Sage is born and I instead of being like he's crawling, he's this, I'd say they're crawling. They are wearing this today. They're tired because they don't the parents don't want to choose the sex of their kid. They think it should be their kid's choice. Well, why would you redirect them in one way or the other? That's what I don't understand. You're not. They're just saying this is the, they're, it's them. They're well, a human them. Okay. Yeah. And so that's why right. people are searching it because they're like, what is they? What? So are you why keeping are they... these children in a crate in the basement so that they don't watch anything or run across well, yeah, anybody else that no, they're not has saying, identity? No, they're not saying that they the children shouldn't see things that are male or female. But that will influence they're, them. Yes, which is fine. Oh, okay. I think it's just saying, oh, you were born with a penis. You're a boy. These parents are saying... Maybe I don't want to pressure them in case they don't feel like a boy. I never was it's pressured by... Munchausen by proxy. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I was never exactly, pressured yeah. by anyone to be a boy. And why the youth of today is so confused. I just don't understand. Yeah, How can real. you pressure someone into being a boy or a girl? Because if you say, this is my daughter... It means yeah. nothing. But then, but then you're also... in the same. The flip side of that is you're not accepting them as a daughter. You're not accepting him as a boy, so you're yeah, not you're not giving them point. guidance as to uh, social guidance as to what they maybe should be guiding socially. So socially, they're not going to fit in because you haven't helped them with their decision making. I don't know. See, my mother didn't go with he, she, or they. She went with you, as in <laughs> you're all a bunch of pains in the ass. That's the toot. So we were all you. You over there. <laughs> you over you. there. You. Not shut just, up. I just think it's. It was you. Toots invented you. Not it's you. not they. It's you. I just think these parents are, you know. Lost. They trying don't, too hard? Well, they're trying. It's You kind of have to look at it as they're trying to make their children be able to be themselves in whatever capacity that means. So I think the root of it is, I think, it's a, the intention is good? Yeah, the intention is really good, but it's confusing and 
difficult to manage we, for sure but they, they're just trying to be like i want my kid to be what they're going to be i don't want them to feel pressured by me to be anything whatever and we tried to so do, i don't know we tried to do that with josh and ashley our kids we sort of let them know trucks for josh and no dolls for ashley and when josh finally made uh, a gun out of a piece of toast. Ashley's breaking into the makeup uh, of Lindsay to put makeup on. You know, it's, at that point, you say, hey, well, you know, hey, he, be he, and she. I mean, it, it, they declare themselves real early. Yeah, you see, know, we, we also early. had a boy and a girl, and mm-hmm. there were specific differences, like, right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, there just were. And I also felt, I was in college, I did women's studies, I wasn't, I was, <laughs> I fell for all that crap. And it's like, it didn't make any it's, difference. It's been studied very, very well that there are some innate behaviors. Oh, yes. that's like Fawn. Never had seen a baby doll in her life. We went to ECFE when she was I know. like 15 months old. Ran to the baby dolls, put them in a carriage, was <laughs> running around with them. Yeah. I'm like, how do you even know? Her. How do you? It's just Maternal. like an instinctual. Well, well. It's crazy. I remember being like, what? <laughs> yep. And I had three different boys. And I mean, they were all different. Oh, we had three. We'll take a break. Be right back and discuss whether I knew I was a boy or not, because nobody was around to tell me, because Toots was at work and my dad was in the nut house. How did I ever figure out who I was? Yeah. We'll be back. You were born that way. I was born. Listen, you. Born this way. <laughs> we'll be right back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I rewrote that song just now. Did you hear that? <laughs> good job. Good. Did good job on the do 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 do. Mom does man. that a lot. I Mom do. does do 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 do. We all. She just makes up her own. Ditties. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Our very special guest, of course, as she is every Tuesday. They Bert. She's they. They. Uh, they Bert. I think she's declared as a female, right? Yeah, so. I am, and I will tell you that I wanted to wear a dress every single day, um, and refused to wear pants when I was in elementary school. That my mom finally just sent a note to school and said, "We give up." Here are her sneakers for gym. Here's a pair of shorts to wear under her dress so her underwear doesn't show when she uh, plays kickball. We're done with this conversation. I was completely opposite of that. I was such a tomboy. Wonderful. I would wear cut-off shorts under my dress, and my mom hated it because she would force me to wear dresses. I'm like, no, I don't like it. They're uncomfortable. I mean, in, in fifth grade, I wore sweatpants every day. Because I was was comfortable. And, uh, you know, I was rolling around in dirt, playing with cars, working on cars, stuff like that. So, But I don't sit there and say, I'm a boy. 
Fawn will only wait, wear twirly glasses. But, you know, you did call the tomboy, <laughs> though, don't you think? Like, in that era. Tomboy, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Tomboy. Yeah. And I'd be called, like, a total girly girl because mm. I wanted pink, I wanted bows, I wanted dresses, Ugh. I wanted ballet, and nothing else. No. See? The only so thing fun. feminine that I did was figure skating. That was enough for me. And um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I just... I loved boy stuff i played you know i'd play with all the neighborhood boys football you know yard ball and stuff like that and i don't know i just i never yeah but can't you just have a personality without making it your identity yeah i get exactly I... that's the thing and it, it, well it, we're all masculine and feminine and i think yeah. that's why the, the those words are so stupid because i have moments that i consider strong and powerful that we classify as masculine yeah and mm-hmm. then you have moments where all of us can be like soft and vulnerable and open, but many yeah. people consider it feminine. And I'm like, the more we just get rid of that and just said I had a powerful moment or like I felt really vulnerable, totally different context. But what's the problem? Why, why why do we have to get rid of it? What's wrong with having a masculine moment or well, because having being a feminine strong, moment? Being strong because strong doesn't been so mean identified with male and female and it's super confusing. Because I do have friends who are non-binary and they feel masculine well they feel like a man sometimes they feel like a woman just like shania twain said <laughs> yeah i love shania twain like a woman. <laughs> well i know three people that transitioned mm. uh, a friend of alex and two friends of mine and lauren everybody know we talked about lauren siegel she's who, been on the show yeah she's been on the show and she she at one time was cliff siegel and i played football with cliff siegel and cliff is a dear friend i i love well it's not god i still you know right to cliff Lauren, uh, we love Lauren. There's no doubt about it. Always have. Bo, his brother, great guy. Bobby, his brother, great guy. Really, really nice family. What I don't understand about that is, why does anyone care? If your friend comes to you and says, you know what, I've been a guy, and I'm now going to be a woman. And I remember I kind of went, oh, okay. The hell do I care? I mean, why would I care about Well, I think it has more to do with the... They've lived their whole lives feeling like they were in the wrong body. Oh, no, I'm talking about judging him. I'm, I'm not talking about from from her perspective. I'm talking about from mine. Oh. Why would I care if you want to be a woman? Good. Good for you. Are you going to make you happy? Well, you don't. You don't. But so many other people want Do they to really? regulate. God. They do, though. But this this is, and we and this gets into politics, unfortunately, but so many people want to regulate things about other people. It's a little crazy sometimes because I'm like, yeah. why don't you just worry about your own family? Because oftentimes the ones making these crazy laws sometimes are the ones with the messiest families. And I'm like, oh, wait yeah. a minute. Oh, yeah. Worry about what's happening at home instead of regulating, like, the general population. Yeah. That is exactly Instead it. of projecting your uh, family mess on everybody else. The yeah. only one, the yeah. only one that I can imagine that I would not care for is if Catherine told me she wanted to be a man. I wouldn't care for that, honey. Don't well, really? be that look. <laughs> really? All of a sudden, she went. I've decided to become. Wouldn't you'd be you a very to, pretty man. Wouldn't you want to roll with it? <laughs> you'd be, she, she you'd was, be a very, very pretty man. I will tell you that. Right? <laughs> you absolutely would. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she gave Tom the sort of the. Well, strong look. She, <laughs> a, she had a strong, very strong. Kristen, look right I mean, they. They, Bert, she had a very strong yeah. look in her eye when I said I wouldn't care for you it if you wanted to transition. I just, it's just really interesting to me because really outside of po- politics and the academic world, really no, not too many people give a crap about this topic. They're just so. raising their kids and living their yeah, lives and going to work life. and paying their bills. And this whole thing that they can't, can't stop talking about in the media, it, it's really just not that much of an impact most People. Well, and let me use myself an example. As a world-class athlete in all sports, like I am, and did, <laughs> oh, I, ever put, did I ever push you once into playing baseball or football or basketball? You weren't around to no. do that. <laughs> what do you well, mean I wasn't around to do that? You were working. I don't think so, no. I never did, I? Did made I? you play, do karate. You made me, yeah. Well, yeah, I liked karate, karate until the sparring, and I just... Yeah, as soon as there was sparring, he's like, wait a minute. I don't Somebody sp- gets to hit me, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Too <laughs> violent. I'm doing that. Yep, the hitting part, he was out of it. Karate is about mastery of the body and mind. He's a mind, lover, not, not about a fighter. Violence, so. no. no, he's not a fighter. No. And he played, I've never uh, gotten into a fight in my life. And I got you... Oh, I thought you... Didn't somebody whack yeah, you either. and you whack somebody on the bus once? No, it was me. <laughs> that was you? It doesn't count. Yeah, I, hit, I punched somebody in the face on the bus. Why did you punch him in the face? A boy tried to kiss me and I punched him. Oh, you can't have that. Yeah. 
How old was the boy? Like 24? On the bus? On yeah, the school bus? On the school bus. Yeah. That'd well, be very, that back. would be very scary. They get, yeah. they get held back. No, a I was few in years like fourth grade or something. Oh, you were? Fifth grade. Good job. Good job. Oh, so you were like 10. He tried to kiss you when you were 10? Yeah, that's the hell. Danny was kissing everybody because he was kissing Missy something. Yeah, teacher called me and he's like, he's always he's always been so into PDA our whole lives. It's like Andy, come on, yeah, you were wrong with that. Well, when I was six years old, I really didn't know the difference. And then junior high, you got in trouble for your PDA. You've always been a very PDA guy, very demonstrative. And I've never been a PDA person. I'm like, don't look at me. We're in public. We're doing our own thing. <laughs> Don't hold my hand. Yeah, like, if you touch me, I've got things to do. Please leave me alone. That's really nice. So, they, Bert, i got to call you Chris because no, they's getting really old. They isn't a replacement of their name. It's it is in my world. My pronoun is she. She. Okay. Her. She? She, her. Yes. I always she wonder. It's been yeah. declared, so now you're okay. So, if you legally have to respect someone's pronouns... Can you say your pronoun is your majesty? <laughs> How about grandmaster? Ooh, no, I yeah. like it, Andy. <laughs> there you go. Your majesty and grandmaster here. Oh, God. What do you think? What? Perfect. I think it's wonderful. Ooh, I think it's wonderful. The okay, Kristen, I want to see if you ever worked with a person like this that I'm about to read about. Okay, and don't lie. Or any of you at the table, okay. if you ever worked with a person or for, you'd have to be working for a person like this. I never have, so I don't know what it'd be like. Last week, an explosive expose by The Verge focused on Away, a luggage startup that ex-employees claim hit a toxic oh. work culture. Oh, no, I have an Away bag. Oh, I have, yeah. Oh, you do, too? What I do. You have an Away bag, too? I got it for Christmas last year. There you go. Uh, it's a luggage startup that ex-employees claim hit a toxic work culture despite a cheerful public-facing message of travel and inclusion. In this cutthroat culture, workers were said to work exceedingly long hours, pressured to not take time off, while company executives reportedly brutally berated employees on public Slack channels. So what's a Slack channel? Yes, anybody? No know idea. Slack idea. is an inner office app that we can oh. communicate oh, okay. with each other. Okay. So on the Slack channel. Oh, so it's like a forum, but it's a yeah. closed circuit forum. Closed circuit forum, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you could just hit up an individual, like, employee going like, hey, did you get those papers done without having to email or go over to their desk? Oh, it's an intranet. Per my email. Yeah, uh, intranet. Uh, it's better. More yeah. fighting obesity. Oh, yeah, texting on an intranet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's... I uh, I just saw what sense. Steph Corey said. Jesus. You called your, your workers this? Steph, not a good plan. What happened? Uh, especially implicated in the slack bullying was CEO Steph Corey, who was said to be especially harsh on the messaging platform. She once referred to someone as brain dead. Okay. It's, not a, it's so amazing how people still speak about people. I was at, I went to go see Knives Out last night, and we were in line to get popcorn, and there were three people in line. And then another person opened up another register and said, next in line, I can help you over here. And the last person in the line went over there. Not supposed to. But this guy was like... The guy behind us was all pissed off, and he's like, oh, well, he seems semi-retarded, so I guess I'll let it pass. Mm. I'm like... Oh, whoops. I was like... The, I was with my friend Lauren. She's like, don't. I was like, I'm going to... He just meant <laughs> retard spoilage like in an apple. Ugh. That's just all I can't believe fire that, retarded. Like, people still speak so... Ugh. Well, you're going to... This woman topped that one. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to somebody sell retarded. my back. Here we go. Uh, on the messaging platform, once calling someone brain dead and referring to one of her teams as, quote, millennial twats. <laughs> well, well, she, she but she said it in a funny way. <laughs> she said it in a funny way. In a fun, way. Like <laughs> All right. Don't and she worry did about exercise it. extreme restraint. She didn't use the C word. <laughs> no, she didn't use the C word. That's true. That's good. On Monday, Away made a big announcement per Business Insider. Corey got fired. Oh, there you go. Uh, though the company insisted it had been looking for a new CEO as part of its plan for longer-term growth. <laughs> it's all about longer-term growth. It's the growth that we're worried about. And then they said, who's a millennial twat now? <laughs> where's your millennial twat now? Yeah, where's your millennial twat now? <laughs> 
Moses. <laughs> Edward D. Robinson is Moses. Oh, weird. Well, where's your Moses now? <laughs> yeah, Billy Crystal's so funny. He's amazingly funny. So, Kristen, what, what am I seeing next now? Since I love the Irishman, what else you got? I told you Marriage Story. You yeah, don't you want did. to listen to me. Why don't you settle down there, Catherine, part two? What a show. I told you. Like uh, you're the common denominator. I am? You don't listen. Okay. Yeah, men turn their ears off. They're like, nah. Is that a masculine marriage or something? <laughs> no. I'm a millennial twit. I changed one word. <laughs> twit, I'll admit to. So marriage, what is it called? Marriage counselor? Marriage story. Oh my marriage God. story. It's right there on Netflix. Marriage story. It is story. right in... Marriage story, it is right in your wheelhouse of, uh, you know, two hours. You're going to enjoy that. Um, great right. performances. You're going to love Laura Dern. And I love Laura Dern anyway. Laura yeah. Good yeah, you're going to love Laura Dern. So I, I think like that. Anyway. Kristen, did you and see. And you can report back on it next week. Did you see um, American Woman? American Woman. I have not. Okay. I'm the only person that's seen it, apparently. <laughs> What, what is, is it? it? Well, I looked at it's the, the box I talked office about and yesterday. Like it was released in like a hundred theaters. It was a limited release movie, so oh. yeah. What do you? What can one do, right? I'm just wondering if I'm the only one that felt like nobody would ever watch it because it was too depressing. So, Kristen, I have to ask you a question. Oh yeah, you watched it on the plane and you were like, "This is so depressing." <laughs> so bad. Now I forgot what I was going to ask her. Sure. Oh, sorry. You guys should be on the KQ Morning Show. You've been up interrupting the entire hour. That'd be good. You'd fit right in. I'll show you interruption. Nice. Yeah, I got your interruption right here. <laughs> oh, no, really? Okay, there, gangster Catherine. Gangster Catherine at the table, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Catherine the Chin. Yeah, Catherine the Chin Giganti. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. No, I just wanted to ask Kristen very quickly. What did you think of the fact that NBC is going to be carrying a Golden Globe show that no broadcast channel can possibly win an award. Isn't that scary? <laughs> That's scary. That they can't win an award? Nobody oh, watches. Oh, they didn't get nominated. No. Yeah, nobody watches broadcast nobody TV anymore. Nobody watches NBC. Oh, yeah, maybe you can clear that up. So it said that the nominations, there were however many for Netflix, however many for the other streaming services, mm-hmm. and then it said Sony had eight. Does that mean... Sony, the distributor? Could be CBS All Access. Yeah. Because that's not broadcast. Yeah, because. Let's see. Well, you have to find out um, Sony nominations for Golden Globes and what those shows are. Yeah. So let's see. Didn't Sony purchase Columbia? And then they they purchased CBS. They did purchase Columbia a long time ago, yeah. Yeah. Studio, series, and network. So wait. Sony Pictures releasing. Well, Sony Pictures was among okay. the. It's a distributor, so they got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, hmm. Little yeah, Women, exactly. and a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I just saw that on Sunday. Why aren't people going to see that movie? That movie's stiffing huge. It's so good. I don't know. She didn't. The, the female director didn't even get nominated for that either, which is crazy. Nobody she better wants, get nominated on the Oscars end. Nobody yep. wants morals happiness, that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> I do. Oh, it's I true. I'm and tired of everyone. Once again, he's a, he's a white man. Mm-hmm. It's about a white man. Oh, that's true. Can't have any honkies in there. They're very, yeah, but everybody loves Mr. Rogers. I know, but they're very unfashionable right now, yeah. as you know. I want to, in the second hour, I want to talk about Mr. Rogers. Nope, you're out. Forget it. I have things I want to say. I am now uh, basically going to charge Kristen Burt with obstruction and, what was the other one? I forgot, what's the other one? Fraud? Yeah, fraud. There you go. <laughs> fraud and obstruction yeah. from you, sister. Fraud. Fantastic. All right, we'll talk. I can't wait for this. <laughs> it's hard to go through. We will talk to you next week. Sounds good. All right, Have a good week, everyone. You too. Bye. Kristen Burton, ladies and Bye. gentlemen, and we'll be back with our two in the family. <laughs>